Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hashtag murder. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm Scar. And I'm Alex. And we're millennials who love murder. And Murder Monday. Yeah. Is this Monday? Yes, yeah, Monday. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scar doesn't even know what day it is, guys. <laughs> Today's Monday. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You're right. Oh, recording on a Monday. And it is a Mother's Day special for you guys. Yay. How fun. She is not the mother you want. She is not. Definitely uh, not the grandma you want either. You'll find this out shortly. <laughs> this bitch is crazy. I love it. Uh, well, I don't love it. But. We got to determine at the end if she's crazier than Catherine Knight. Yes. Yeah. We should do a poll on the Insta. <laughs> yeah. After you listen to the episode, tell us who's crazier, yeah. Catherine or Nanny. Yeah, which one's crazier. But uh, on that note, we're just going to jump right in. Oh, okay. All right, let's do it. So, you're going to have lots of things to say about this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the story of Nanny Doss. A.K.A. Giggling Granny. Oh, my. She's kind okay. of a popular one, so you some of you may have heard of this one already. If not, maybe most of you. Yeah, I kind of know. Uh, I listened to an episode about this from a different podcast, like, years ago. Yeah. Um, and then I came upon it because I was looking for, like, crazy mothers that have murdered. <laughs> and she was one of the ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm so, excited. Let's do it. Nanny Hazel was born November 4th, 1905 in oh. Blue Mountain, Alabama. Oh. Oh, all right. We got us a Scorpio. Woof. She has big Scorpio energy. <laughs> okay. Uh, her uh, parents were Louisa, a.k.a. Lou, okay. which is really cute, Thank and you. James Hazel. Uh, and they were just, you know, good old hardworking farming folk. All right. Nanny was actually born with the name Nancy, but she got the nickname Nanny around the age of five because she was so sweet and polite, especially with her younger siblings. Uh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so she was cute. Yeah. Um, so Nanny was one out of five siblings. Uh, she had three sisters and one brother. Okay. Nanny was resentful and hated her father, James, due to how he was a controlling and abusive piece of shit to both Lou, Nanny, and all of her siblings. Okay. James refused to let his kids go to church or school or, like, any social functions at all uh, and forced them to work on the family farm instead. Oh. Which resulted in Nanny and all of her siblings failing poorly in the academic world. Yeah. And kind of the social world, too, because, you know, like, they're not allowed around other people or kids their own age. Yeah. Surprising that they weren't allowed to go to church. I know. I thought it was weird. Because that's a... That's a big thing. especially in Alabama. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nanny's main job at the family farm was helping her mother take care of the siblings and her family home. Okay. Nanny's mother, Lou, was really sweet and tender with her kids, but James was very strict and kind of just a dickwad. Uh, and Lou always turned a blind eye to her husband's evil ways. Great. Because that's that. how we do that. Yeah. If you just ignore it, it'll just go away. It'll just go away. It's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when she was nine, the Hazel family was taking a train to visit some extended family in the southern Alabama area. All right. The train made like a sudden like stop and had some harsh braking, which led to Nanny slamming her head into the metal bar on the seat in front of her. Oh. This caused some issues with her health for years to come. 
She suffered blackouts, supposedly. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, Depression and severe headaches. Interesting. And she didn't get any kind of medical attention for this either, so we don't really know how bad it was. Could have been really bad. Could have not been really bad. We don't know. But she does blame this on some situations that happen later. Yeah. All right. So later on, she does blame this incident with hitting her head on her later crimes and mental instability. There we go. But who fucking really knows? In my opinion, though, if you're going to murder somebody, you already have the urge to want to do that. Like, it's already deep inside of you somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't think you just wake up one day and you're like, like, oh, I hit my head and I feel like murdering somebody. (laughs) Don't think it works like that. Uh, Although brain injuries. They're serious. And that hit her her frontal lobe. So it could have stunted her development or, you know, all that good stuff. Um, So I don't doubt that it did cause some medical issues. But I don't think that's what made you murder somebody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a child, despite her inability to read all that well, Nanny would often try to escape the abusive home by reading her mom's romance magazines. Ooh, mm. that's fun. Spicy that's magazines. Very spicy. <laughs> okay. So she used this as like a way to like dive into a fantasy world yeah. where she could dream about her own romantic future and what she wanted for herself. And her favorite portion of the magazines was the Lonely Hearts column. Okay. So she's like, I'm going to escape this horrible farm life that I hate so much. My dad's a piece of shit. He's not nice to my mom at all. And I'm going to, you know, dive into this world where I can just imagine myself in a better life. Yeah, just kind of escape. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So Nanny's father was very strict and controlling with his daughters and didn't like them to go to social events like dances or anything or to even wear makeup or nice clothing because he thought it would make them the victims of molestation and rape by men. Okay. Which, like, if that's his first thought, I wonder if maybe some other stuff was going on at home that we didn't know about. Kind of like Eileen Warnos. Yeah. So, but we don't know. Um, But this didn't stop old Nanny from sneaking out at night to meet up with boys. All right. Get it, Nan. Uh, So in 1921, at age 16, Nanny married for the first time to a co-worker that she knew at the Linen Thread Factory, Mr. Charlie Braggs. Okay. Yep. Uh, After dating for just four months, Nanny's father gave his blessing for the two to be wed. Okay. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This. She didn't actually want to marry little Charlie. Uh, Her father was like... I got too many kids. I can't afford them. Let's I need get this. one out of here. Let's get one out of here. Yep. Uh, okay. All right. Huh. So Braggs was the only son of a single mother and was a huge mama's boy. Okay. Like imagine Dusty. <laughs> not even close. If you combine <laughs> Dusty and Clinton and Derek. All still. Yep. All together. Still not as big of a mama's boy. <laughs> Ah, that's hard to do. Okay. Braggs' mother insisted that she live with the couple, and she was very involved with the two lives. Which Nanny was not happy about. (laughs) I can't imagine. Okay. So even though the two had an unhappy and stressful marriage at best times, they did have four children together. Oh. All daughters from 1921 to 1927. These people and having kids, they love the pop. They love to pop them out. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, Nanny did not like living with her mother-in-law yeah. or how controlling she was over their lives and how she would take up so much of Charlie's time from her. Okay. This caused a lot of stress and strain on the marriage, and Nanny started drinking and smoking, which later on becomes a huge addiction. Oh, great. Yes. That's how we solve our problems. We drink. So, well, (laughs) we can't talk. Uh, So both Nanny and Charlie were distrusting of each other, and they would often accuse the other one of cheating and having secret affairs, which (laughs) was actually very accurate. They both were doing that. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Charlie didn't exactly help his own case, though, because he would disappear from their family home for multiple days on end and then, like, not give any reason for why he was behaving that way. Oh. Like, he would just leave a couple days. Yeah. Come back. Like, everything's fine and normal. Nothing happened. <laughs> no no reason. Just uh, was gone. <laughs> in 1927, though, yeah. tragedy hits the family. Oh. And the two parents lost their two middle children to oh. suspected food poisoning. Oh. Big quotes on the, the two food poison. girls? Two middle girls. Oh, okay. Not at the same time. They happen a couple weeks away from each other. Uh. Many investigators suspect that the two children could have been her first two victims, <gasps> as they were already in perfect health before the tragedy occurred. Yeah. Charlie would leave for work in the mornings, his children begging him not to leave, and by the time he came home, one of them would be dead. Oh, my. Yeah, she started out by her killing her own children? Children. Oh, yep. no. Not, not your mama. Not oh the one you want. Oh, my lord. Okay. Uh, both the middle children were killed within a few months of each other in similar fashion. <gasps> Charlie would leave for the day to head into work, and by the time he came home, his child would be lifeless on the floor in the kitchen. Oh, my. I did not know that this is how this started. <laughs> and Charlie's like, what the fuck? I gotta get out of here. Yeah. So he took their, their oldest daughter, yeah. Melvina, with him, and he left Nanny with their newborn daughter, Florence, or Florine. Oh, that's cute really name. cute. Cute name. Yeah. Why would you Why leave, would you leave for, him? Why would you leave her? him? Like, oh, my God. No, take them both. Yeah. Uh, Braggs' mother died shortly after this as well. Whoa. Maybe. Another so wait, victim. She, he, or the mom was left to live with Nanny and yeah. one remaining child? Yep. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she died. Okay. Mysterious death. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, Nanny took a job in one of the cotton mills to support herself and Florine. Okay. Nanny eventually packs up in her and baby Florine's things, and they move to Cedartown, Georgia. Okay. Charlie claims to this day that he left Nanny because he was terrified of her. Uh, well. <laughs> she gave off some Catherine Knight vibes. Yeah. <laughs> well, but uh, Charlie also made a brief comeback to the Nanny before he left her permanently, and he had brought home another woman with him who had also recently gotten divorced and had a child of her own. What? <laughs> What a fucking what mess. What's going on here? Okay. Uh, Nanny and Charlie eventually get divorced, okay, and good. she takes the two girls, and they move into her mother's home. Okay, Charlie got lucky. Charlie is <laughs> the escaped, only lucky um, one unscathed. here. Yeah. Uh, oh so my. within the next year, Nanny meets and marries her second husband, Robert Franklin Harrelson, who okay. was from Jacksonville. Ah, Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, I have to note here, Nanny was like the normal, like, happy grandma perception. Like, she was like giggly, which is how she got the nickname Giggling Granny. Seemed all loving and like doting on her children and grandchildren. Yeah. No. As soon as she got some drinks in her, bitch is crazy. Oh my. All right. So, she meets Florida man, Franklin Harrelson, and they met through one of the Lonely Hearts calls in one of those magazines she loved so much. Oh, okay. And they started sending some spicy letters and photos. Oh, scandalous. And, yep. <laughs> okay. So they're sending stuff back and forth. Yeah. Nanny right. eventually wants to get serious with Robert, and she ends up marrying him just two years after the divorce from Charlie. Okay. So she and the girls pack up, and they move in with Harrelson in Jacksonville. Okay. Went from Alabama to Georgia to Florida. Yep. All right. A few months after the two were married, Nanny found out that Robert had a previous assault charge and was also an alcoholic womanizer. Oh, that's great. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful husband material. Yeah. Uh, Robert was also abusive and would leave for days on end without saying where he was going. Which is what Charlie did. Yes. Oh my. And uh, the couple remained married for a long 16 years. Whoa. This is going to be her longest marriage. Ah. 
That's pretty impressive. Yep. Uh, considering he was kind of shitty from the start here. Don't worry, she gets her revenge. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, so <laughs> <laughs> somehow, Nanny was able to make amends with her kids, and this is when she is brought into the adult lives of her daughters and grandchildren. Uh, Florine and... Melvina. Melvina. Yep. Oh, okay. So they're all, they're adults now. Yes. Okay. Because, yeah, 16 years has passed. Okay. Yep. So in 1943, Melvina, the oldest daughter of Nanny, gave birth to a baby boy, Robert Lee Haynes. Okay. Nanny's... Uh, first grandchild so and two years later melvina gave birth to a baby girl and shortly after that baby girl is born she dies in a very mysterious and puzzling way the baby died the baby died newborn baby girl oh okay melvina claims she saw her mother holding up a pin like a sewing pin like the really sharp ones and sticking it into her baby's head what but she thought maybe she was just (gasps) groggy from like the pills that she was taking and the medications from giving birth and she just like thought she was seeing things Yeah, just thought she was, like, dreaming or seeing things. What? When Melvina asked her husband and sister what the fuck was going on, they said Nanny told them the baby was dead, and Uh. she was holding her pin in her hand when she said that. What? Yep. What the fuck? Yes. Oh like, my. your mom killed your own baby? Like, why yeah. are you around her? Her grandbaby. And she killed your two sisters. You know that shit. Oh my. Okay. So Melvina and her husband really struggled with the death of their daughter yeah. and started to drift apart, and they weren't together anymore eventually. Oh. During this time, Melvina started casually dating a soldier that she had met, and Nanny did not like this man oh. or her daughter seeing him at all, and she was very vocal about her feelings to Melvina. Okay. After a really nasty argument with her mother, Melvina went to go visit with her dad, Charlie Braggs, okay. to get away from the situation and, you know, take a little break from Nanny. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Melvina trusts her mom with her son and okay. leaves her son in the care of Nanny while she's visiting her dad. And he, too, died mysteriously on July 7th, 1945, by asphyxiation. Oh, my God. The autopsy concluded they were unsure about what caused it, but two months later, Nanny cashed in a $500 life insurance policy that she had taken down on Robert. On her grandson. Yeah, why do you need a life insurance policy on your grandson? Oh, no. And, like, you're not his primary caretaker. Like, you don't... Yeah. You don't, I don't understand why, but, like, the $500 back then would equal out to about, like, $8,300 today. <sighs> so also Which not... still not, not enough. Not enough to kill your... Not, nothing's enough to kill your grandchild, yeah, well, yeah. but, like, $8,000? Come on. Oh, my God. Okay. In that same year, on, on September 2nd, 1945, Nanny's husband, Robert Harrelson, violently raped her. So, they were celebrating the night the Japanese surrendered to the Allied powers. Yeah. And Robert was out drinking, having a huge, great all time, and he comes down. He comes home. And, you know, Nanny's like, no, I don't want to be with you. You need to go to bed. Yada, yada. Um, But he ends up raping her. And Nanny, she is not the type to just lay down and take it. So, she starts plotting her revenge. Ooh, okay. Nanny spiked Harrelson's moonshine the next day with rat poison. And he ended up dying later that night. Oh my god. So she's killed, what, five people now? Uh, yeah, two of her kids. Two of her grandkids. Two of her grandkids and now husbands. Oh my god. Second husband. Uh, it was just assumed that he passed due to food poisoning, but we later find out in Nanny's confession what really happened here. Oh, okay. So Nanny took the life insurance policy cash she received from Robert and purchased a home just outside of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, okay. So later on, Nanny meets her third husband. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got another one. Why? (laughs) 
It took me 30 years to find Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Oh, is she that great? Oh, man. So Arlie Lanning, she meets through the Lonely Hearts column again. yet again Yeah. while she was traveling in Lexington, North Carolina. And because Nanny is a romantic at heart, she married him three days later. <laughs> Yep. And just like her previous two husbands, Lanning was also an alcoholic cheater. God damn it. But Nanny changed things up a little in this marriage. Instead of letting her husband be the ones to have all the affairs and fun, uh, she started doing that too. And she, they both would just like disappear from the house and be having affairs and come back. What is the point? I don't know. This man is a moron. And apparently she's very manipulative. Yes. And good at it. Yes. So, oh my God. Okay. Uh, When (laughs) Nanny was home with Lanning, she was a caring, loving, and doting housewife. Yeah. And in 1952, Arlie Lanning died suddenly to what was attributed to a heart attack. She's killed another husband. She's Stacy in it. Which doctors just talked up to him being an unfortunate cause of, like, his heavy drinking. Yeah. Because Nanny was known around town as being a sweet and loving wife, the town really supported her during this trying time oh in the morning God. life of her husband. She had everyone snowed. Yes. She had the whole town snowed. And there's no, I mean, we don't have the Googs at this time. There is no way they know about the other ones. Yeah, because those were in Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> this is crazy. And Florida. Uh, so Lanning <laughs> left his home to his sister in his will. And it burned to the ground suspiciously pretty shortly after his death. But oddly enough, the insurance policy was left to Nanny, who collected and cashed that shit ASAP. I bet she did. Around the same time, Lanning's mother also died oh, in her shit. sleep. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What? And Nanny left North Carolina to stay with her sister, Dovey, who was ill and bedridden at the time. Oh, she's going back to her own sister. Yes, her own sister, Dovey. Oh. Which is also a cute name, Dovey. That's very cute. I like that. So, I've gotten conflicting statements on, like, the next events, on, like, what order they came in. Okay. But more often it said that she went to go stay with her sister, Dovey, then went to her mother. So, that's the order I'm going to go with. Okay. Uh, so, if any fans know the definite order of this, shoot us a message and let us know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, pretty soon after arriving to Dovey's, Dovey also died. Oh, my God. This man, this... Why is she killing her family members? She's fucking deranged. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, Nanny's mother was also in need of a caretaker after she fell and broke her hip in 1953. And I'm sure Nanny volunteered. Oh, she did. <laughs> oh Since Nanny's God. father had already passed and Nanny's mother did not have anyone else to care for her, Nanny headed back home to take care of dear old mom. <sighs> and weird, a few months later, Nanny's mother died. Oh my God. They're just dropping like flies. Literally. So it's either Dovey died first, then mom, or it was mom died first and then Dovey. Oh, uh, okay. But okay. either way, she did both. <laughs> Oh, this is crazy. Now, while this is all going on, Nanny is on the hunt again for another hubby, and she joins the Diamond Circle Club. Ooh, okay. Which is a dating service. Oh. For a $15 fee. <laughs> she's, like willing, a, she's willing to pay for love. Yeah. It's upgraded <laughs> Tinder. Yeah. Uh, and this is where she meets Richard L. Morton of Jamestown, North Carolina. Okay. And they got married in Emporia, Kansas in 1952. Oh, so she went all the way to Kansas. All the way to Kansas. Damn. And unlike her previous husband's, Richard was not an alcoholic, but he was still a womanizer and spent a lot of free time cheating on (laughs) Nanny with multiple women. Okay. Uh, After Nanny found out her husband was not so loyal, she started thinking about how she was going to uh, handle that situation. Okay. So, before Nanny offs Richard, she killed her mother, Lou, who would come to live with them in January 1953, so Nanny could take better and closer care of her. Okay. Because she's just a wonderful daughter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and this is the one we don't know what order it went in. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So mom comes to live with him in January 1953. Okay. She dies a month later. And then three months later, on May 19th, 1953. Once again, on your birthday. Another birthday murder. We've done so many. Yeah. Popular Uh, day. She poisons her fourth husband, Richard. God damn it. Yep. She's killed four husbands. And four two husbands. children and two grandkids and her mom. Yep. And her sister. Yep. She's at 10. <laughs> oh 10 God. victims. Oh, my. Uh, okay. But Nanny, she's still lonely and she wants to find that true love. Okay. And she's on the hunt again. Uh, and she marries again just one month later. Oh, my God. In June 1953 to Samuel Doss. Ah, who was a, Doss. was a Nazarene minister in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Whoa. I don't know what that means. Sounds pretty cool, though. Uh, very strict <laughs> religion. Oh. Okay. Like Christianity. Maybe it's not cool then. yeah no okay. it's not cool uh because he was so religious and strict samuel wouldn't allow nanny to read her romance novels or magazines anymore that's the one thing she loves, loves. don't take it away from <laughs> her she will she will kill you <laughs> she will be killing you sir and uh yeah so he's basically like i don't want that in the house and he only wanted her to listen to things that were like deemed educational or religious by his standards so he was controlling but he wasn't an alcoholic and he wasn't a womanizer no he just wanted her to be a good christian woman okay and you can't have none of that spicy romance stuff in my house no no of course Uh, not. but this just you know they ain't gonna cut it for nanny of course not she's gonna do what she wants whether you approve of it or not yeah and she slowly started poisoning samuel (laughs) starting with a freshly baked prune poison cake (laughs) And in September, he went to the hospital with flu-like symptoms. Okay. The doctors diagnosed him with a severe digestive tract infection. Uh, Ingesting poison several times a day will do that to you. It'll take a toll on you. And he was actually treated there for about a month and then released on October 5th, 1954. Oh, so he lived. Okay, cool. For now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nanny didn't waste any time, though, finishing out the job. And she eventually was successful a week later on October 12th, 1954. And she poisoned his coffee. Okay. All right. But this final murder and the one where, like, is the one that Nanny makes too many mistakes. Ah, The doctor who had been treating Sam for his infection suspected that Nanny may have had something to do with it, but didn't really have any proof or, like, evidence besides, like, having a gut feeling. Yeah. He's like, something's off with this lady. I just know it. Yeah, it's not that 12 of her family members have mysteriously (laughs) died. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) Once Samuel passed away, the doctor was like, okay, foul play is up, and I know Nanny did it. Yeah. And he convinces her to get an autopsy done. Oh. And, like, she, he basically worded it as, like, hey, we might learn something from the way that he passed, and it might help people later on. Oh, he was acting. Yes. Love that. She's like, I think he had this weird illness, and we just want to figure out what it is. We need to investigate. And Nanny's like, bro, I'm too smart for you go ahead uh the autopsy was performed and oddly enough they found large quantities of arsenic in his system oh okay aka rat poison yeah uh so like let's just say it didn't take long for officials to put two and two together and nanny was arrested immediately uh fourth time murder in the husband was not the charm yeah uh after a few weeks of investigating the police finally had enough evidence to issue an arrest warrant for nanny doss okay when authorities picked nanny up however they had no idea the web of crime they were about to get into they all were just under the assumption she had murdered just her latest husband that's it (laughs) but little did they know they have no idea they have no idea what they're getting themselves into Uh, Nanny was extremely relaxed and basically just went over everything that she'd done over the last few decades. Yeah. And she kept saying, my conscience was clear Uh and I married those men because I loved them. Uh (laughs) I'm like, I'm sure you did. Oh my God. Yeah. And I loved them and I wanted to kill them and take all their money. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, so she was like real cool, calm, and composed the that's entire so night. That's so creepy. The entire night she was being like interrogated, yeah. and she went through four different teams of two of interrogators before they gave it in for the night and like <laughs> sent everybody home to get some rest. They couldn't get anything out of her. No, they got she like was a steel trap. Four teams of two like interrogators each getting into her, and she's not giving it up. Oh my god, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, by this point though, the news stations and media had picked up on the new drama going down at the station because this is still a small town. Yeah. And they spread the word to everyone and their mother that Nanny was being held down at the station and questioned about the murder of her current husband. Yeah. And apparently (laughs) Nanny wasn't so giggly and sweet with everyone because Uh, once word spread around about her being, like, detained, tons of people started calling into the station to give statements and tips on what they knew about Nanny's past marriages and family, including the mysterious deaths of her two daughters, grandchildren, three other husbands, sister, and her own mother. Yeah. They, she's done so much. So much shit. And all <laughs> these people are calling and being like, yo, all these people just dropped dead around her. Weird, right? Yeah. And so, there's no record keeping at this point. I mean, I mean, there is, but there's no computer system and like, yeah. they're happening in separate states. So nobody's thinking to put this exactly. stuff together. Oh my God. Uh, so once tips started pouring into the station, the cops knew they had enough to go back into that interview room with a better game plan. Okay. And after seven long hours of interrogation, she finally started to crack. Okay. She kept giving, like, nervous little giggles and would say quietly, Oh, yeah, I lied about that. Like a really, like, quiet whisper. (laughs) Fucking creepy. creepy. And then stated that she poisoned her recent husband, Sam Dawes, because he, quote, began to annoy her. Well... That's good good a reason. And she, uh, quote, didn't really know what she was getting into. (laughs) Dustin, you better watch out. (laughs) This bitch murdered her husband because he was annoying her. (laughs) That's so but crazy. What could Nanny possibly be annoyed about enough to kill? Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay. Sam apparently would go on like tangents about being a good Christian man, wouldn't allow her to have a television or radio. Yeah, which is what she lived for. She lived for her TV and radio shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wouldn't even let her turn a fan on if it was too hot in the house. Whoa. And he would make her go to bed as soon as it got dark out. And like she insisted that he was she was going to be a good Christian woman. Oh, okay. You ain't going to change Very Nanny. Very. No. She, she loves it for she, nobody. She loves these controlling men for whatever reason. She thinks she can change them. Yeah. Uh, eventually. And then, and then whenever she can't, she kills them. She kills them. <laughs> She's like, ha, ah, I guess this project ain't working. Yeah. Time yeah. to kill you. <laughs> so eventually, Nanny got to her breaking point with Sam Doss, and she put an inch of rat poison into his morning coffee. That's a lot. Like, that's a whole knuckle full. <laughs> Uh, this kind of backfired on her, though, and caused him to be so ill, he retched all of the poison out of his stomach and then went to the hospital where he was given that digestive tract issue. Nanny helped nurse him back to health and later killed him with more rat poison when he was still as controlling and mean to her as before. I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, All of our episodes, I shouldn't be laughing. So bad. It just makes me so uncomfortable. It's so crazy. Oh my god. So, Nanny signed her confession to the murder of Sam Doss, then investigators got to work on the other murders they got tipped off on from the public. Oh, okay. Uh, It took a little bit of coaxing to get the rest out of Nanny, but she eventually opened up to investigators and admitted to murdering four of her five husbands. Charlie Braggs, you got hot lucky. He did. He got real lucky. Number one. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Uh, after every single confession, she would say, my conscience is clear. <laughs> I bet it is, you crazy bitch. And then <laughs> when she was done talking about the murder of her second husband, Frank, she stated, you can dig up all the graves in the world and you won't get anything more on me. Whoa. Love a good bitch. confidence. And she giggled when she said that. <laughs> 
she wouldn't admit to any of the suspected murders of like her own family members besides like the husbands uh though investigators were almost certain she had something to do with them yeah you can't have that many people drop dead for food poisoning (laughs) what are the odds (laughs) uh and even after exhuming some of the bodies and finding their cause of death to be poison from arsenic there wasn't a real reason like way for them to link it to the crimes even though like they're like nanny fucking did this like we don't have any way of proving it because we don't have enough evidence but she fucking did it yeah there's too many coincidences here so after they prodded her about the suspicious deaths of her mother sister and grandchildren they asked her what she thought they should do about her poisoning all these people and she giggled and said why anything they like anything they do is perfectly all right with me and giggled oh my god that's so creepy (laughs) she's terrifying (laughs) oh my god why anything they like i don't see i I did it you can do whatever you want (laughs) oh my god since the state didn't have much evidence linking her to the earlier crimes, they decided to only prosecute Nanny for Samuel Doss, her most recent victim. Yeah. The prosecutor on the case was J. Howard Edmondson, who actually becomes the governor of Oklahoma later on. Oh, that's a fun fact. Uh, she pled guilty on May 17th, 1955, just five months after the crime occurred. So, like, justice system did their due diligence. They got the ball. They got the ball rolling. Yeah, that was real quick. And she was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, Nanny. The nickname, Giggling Granny, that she was given by journalists was because every time she told the story of what happened when she killed her husbands, she would laugh. <laughs> Just fucking creepy. I'm like, what is wrong with you? That is so weird. Uh, but also, I don't know. I guess if I had killed all my husbands, I would maybe be laughing about it. <laughs> like, I did it for so long and you guys didn't catch me. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. That's so, so creepy. So based on her history with taking out life insurance policies and then cashing in on them as soon as her husbands passed... Yeah. I thought her entire motive for, like, the murder was money, but Nanny told investigators that she was, quote, searching for the perfect mate, the real romance in life. Whoa. And her psyche (laughs) was damaged from hitting her head on that train as a child and reading all those romance novels and magazines. She seemed to think that she would meet her real soulmate one day. Whether this was actually what she thought or complete act, we we don't know. Um, Could have been that temporal lobe damage. Yeah. Oh, my God. So when she figured out or learned that her current husband wasn't the perfect mate she thought that he was, she just killed him off. Killed him. (laughs) And she would search for a new partner. Yeah. A.K.A. victim. Oh, my God. Uh, And she was able to get away for this for, like, so fucking long since most of her husbands, besides the last one, were alcoholics, and doctors just wrote their deaths off due to complications with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just get divorced, Nanny. Yeah. Just get divorced. You don't have to kill them. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, the reason she did not get the death penalty is because she is a woman. Oh, and in this, in this, this time, wasn't a thing. No. Then. Sorry, Eileen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it didn't matter anyway as she passed from a hopefully, hopefully very painful death <laughs> yeah. due to leukemia in the prison hospital on June 2nd, 1965. Oh my God. So she was basically only in prison for like a decade and yeah. died. Oh man. Uh, not only was Miss Nanny known as the Giggling Granny, she was also known as the Jolly Black Widow. <laughs> The Lonely Hearts Killer and Lady Bluebeard. Oh my god. That's so wild. That was so crazy. Yeah, and that's the story of Nancy, aka Nanny, Hazel Braggs, Harrelson, Lanning, Warden, Doss. (laughs) She had so So many last last names. she murdered yeah so i'm like who really is the the worst mother is it Catherine, who didn't actually kill any of her children she tried she was a what do you call it tokyo drift tokyo drift stroller she's like (laughs) oh man well that was crazy that was that was a lot of fun i know i like that i'm gonna do some mother mother's day fun facts (gasps) yeah as soon as i do a google search because i forgot to do that okay one moment 
Mother's Day facts for you people. Yeah, so okay. this is our Mother's Day special. Yeah, let's hear them. Uh, surprisingly, more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. Okay. More than Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Call, call your mom that one day a year because that's the only time you care about her, apparently. Yep. That's the only time she matters. Uh, Mother's Day is the <laughs> third highest, highest selling holiday for flowers and plants. Okay. That checks out. I wonder what the first two are. Probably Valentine's Day and then... Uh, I don't know. Valentine's and Christmas? Poinsettias? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Weird, right? Okay. Uh, One of the earliest Mother's Day celebrations was in ancient Greece. Oh. So the Greeks loved their mother. Oh, that's sweet. Love the Greeks. Yes. Yeah, okay. And Woodrow Wilson signed Mother's Day into law in 1914. Oh. That's fun. He was definitely a mama's boy. Yeah, I like that. That's some stuff Dustin would do. He'd be would like, be. you know what? It needs to be a law, mom. Yeah, Galen's day. <laughs> Ga- this is National Galen Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And also, this year, uh, Mother's Day is on my mother's birthday. That's really cool. Oh, I forgot your mom is a Taurus. She, yep, she was. Uh, she was uh, She was wild. She was crazy. Uh, my mom was a Virgo. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And my dad is a Cancer. <laughs> That's a wild combination. Uh, yeah. Um, so, whereas Alex and I's mothers are no longer with us, I feel like they would really enjoy this episode. Yeah, my mom would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> she also probably would have laughed at that many, like, husbands dying. Because that's just kind of her self like, sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, this is where I get it from. Yeah, and my mom would have laughed. Um, she would have never admitted that she enjoyed this story, but yeah. she would have laughed about it. Oh, Abuela, <laughs> who is also no longer with us, Abuela would have loved that story. Yeah. She'd been like, oh, rat poison, so it's so smart. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, honey, you just put it in the Miller High Life, and boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. but then she would probably comment on like the wasted Miller High Life because you've dumped poison in it. Yeah, waste not, won't not. This champagne of beers, it's uh, her favorite. Oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that was a lot of fun. I hope everyone enjoyed our Mother's Day special. Yes, Happy Mother's Day. Call your mother. Call your mother. Take her to dinner. Yeah, she birthed you. Yep. Um, she went through some labor for you. Uh, maybe a C-section. Who knows? Yeah, treat her right. Happy Mother's Day to Harley. Unless she's a piece of shit, then don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. You don't have to call your mother if she's a piece of you shit. You don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but special shout out to uh, M- Harley. Yeah. Uh, one Mallory. of my favorite mothers. Mallory. Sugar. Yeah. Some of our favorite mothers. And Lauren. My own mother. Yeah. And my stepmom, who I just call mom because she's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to all the moms out there, we love you. We love you. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. Stay away from rat poison. Bye. (laughs) Done so many poisonings lately. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Hashtag Murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Um, and then one more. Make it a real good one. Uh, yeah. And then, um, a month later, uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, um, uh, wait, I think it was the one who done it. So, okay. So, uh, blah, blah, blah.